you better pray that that comes out of the carpet or just wait till we get home. Or just wait, this is the infamous one, right? Just wait till I tell your father, right? These thoughts are good and these thoughts are precious to us, aren't they? You know, we can reflect and think back to when we were children. We can hear uh, our mothers telling us those things and it brings, it, it brings such good memory for us, you know? And, and so with that in mind, I, I want to uh, talk about a godly mother and what God's word says about them. The first thing that I'd like for us to consider this morning, three things and the lesson will be yours. And I referred to this in class in a different context, but a godly mother is about the business, right? What am I talking about? We all know that a mom's work is never done. If you would, turn uh, to Proverbs 31, and if you're there, I want you to look at a couple verses with me. And I want you to think of it in the context of a mom's work is never done. Verse 13, and it's talking about a virtuous woman, uh, and it's talking about uh, what a great area of Scripture to be when talking about just a godly woman. But I want to pull some things from this, talking about a mother. Look at verse 13. It says, she seeks wool and flax and willingly works with her hands. Verse 19, it says, she stretches out her hands to the distaff and her hand holds the spindle. And then look at verse 22. It says, she makes a tapestry for herself. Her clothing is fine linen and purple. The Bible tells us that a godly mother can sew. How many buttons have you had sewed up in your day? How many jeans have you had that needed to be sewed up? You know, one thing that I remember as a child and things have changed, but even for me as a youngster, if I got hole in my jeans, you know what happened when I got home? They got flipped inside out and this patch went on it and the iron covered that thing up, right? My mom knew how to fix a patch, what else can we learn? Look at verse 14. It says, she is like the merchant ships. She brings her food from afar. Now, husbands, have you ever gotten a list? Maybe from your wife or what about from your mom, right? Now, you don't veer off of that list, do you? If you veer off of that list, you may find yourself in trouble. You know, I've seen my mom's list before when I was little and there was all kinds of, no I mean, I couldn't even tell what was happening on that list. And it was an amazing thing that I went to the grocery store and Aaron had the same list. It was marked up and scratched and arrows over here and the carrots need to go with the, and the meat. I mean, we have the whole deal laid out, right? I would be terrible to go in and get some food. We're getting chicken nuggets and we're getting some juice. That's basically what we're going to eat, right? The thing about godly mothers, they're always thinking and always trying to figure out. You know, I, I joke about these things, but it is so true. Uh, the, the, the proverb gives, look at verse 15. It says, she also rises 
while it is yet night and provides food for her household and a portion for her maid servants. She can cook. You know, I've been blessed with this here recently. Uh, on Monday nights, I've been able to have Isaac, Libby, and Aaron all over with my parents, and my mom cooks for me and my family. What a blessing that is. And, and soon, we'll start up another deal on Sunday nights. I get JoJo to cook for my family. You know, any of these other moms that would like to help with that, I'd be willing to bring my family to your house and you can cook for us too. How about that? You know, I love a godly mother, right? I love a godly mother. I love one that will want to take care. (laughs) Do I got any offers? I mean, any takers on this offer? Uh, Just think about it. But verse 15 says that she provides food for her household. Look at verse 16. It says she considers a field and buys it for her profits. She plants a vineyard. A mom can work with her hands. A mom is willing to get down and get dirty in it, right? Now look at verse 15. At the very beginning, it says she also rises while it is yet night. And verse 18 says she perceives that her merchandise is good and her lamp does not go out by night. What's the old saying? Uh, A man works from sunup to sundown, but a woman's work is never done, right? But think about this. I remember this is such a great parallel for me in my life, thinking about when I was a child and my mom. I remember last minute school projects. I don't know if any of you have ever waited to the last minute to do a school project, but I was probably infamous for doing that. And I'd put it off to the very end and there was my mom helping me, right? My mom would stay up. She, she is one who could probably go to sleep about six o'clock, right? But here she was dead tired, staying up, helping me, even to the point where I would fall asleep and I'd wake up and the project would be finished, right? Now, this is incredible. The apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Guess who did the same thing? Isaac. He did the same thing, put it off to the last minute. And who is in there helping? Uh, Aaron and Isaac are staying up while I'm asleep. And uh, uh, it turned out great because Aaron helped and finished the project and it it, it looked really good. I think it was a leaf project was one of them. Uh, Anyway, Isaac, me, probably you. We've all had a situation where our moms have just stepped in and been there for us. How awesome is that? How awesome is it to have a godly mother? Mothers, I appreciate all your hard work. I appreciate you aunts and and mother figures and grandmothers. I appreciate all of the effort that you put in. Remember that the things that you do are, are not in vain. A godly mother is about the business, but a godly mother is also one who provides wisdom and love. Look with me at verses 25 through 28 in Proverbs 31. Strength and honor are her clothing. 
She shall rejoice in time to come. She opens her mouth with wisdom and and on her tongue is the law of kindness. She watches over the ways of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children rise up and call her blessed, her husband also, and he praises her. Think about that. It says in verse 26, she opens her mouth and wisdom with wisdom and on her tongue is the law of kindness. Of kindness. A London editor submitted uh, to Winston Churchill, the Prime Minister of England, for his approval a list of all those who had been uh, Churchill's teachers. Churchill returned this list with this comment You failed to mention the greatest of my teachers, my mother. A godly mother helps and teaches with what the verse says, a tongue of kindness. <laughs> now, sometimes a tough kindness, right? <laughs> I'm doing this because I love you. <laughs> Wait till I tell your father, right? But they mean it, don't they? Verse 27, it says, she watches over the ways of her household. She knows what's going on with each child and doesn't sit idle. She helps because a mom knows what we need. Don't they? A hug, a cookie, and some milk. A hug, a cookie, and some milk. Verse 28 says this, because of that, her children call her blessed and appreciate her. And even the husband praises her. A godly mother provides wisdom and love. And I appreciate all the godly mothers in here. Brethren, without a mother, without a mother figure, without grandmothers, without aunts, without those who influence our children for the king, we're going to struggle, amen? God set it up this way. Don't worry, fathers. I'm going to get on to you uh, when it's Father's Day. Uh, You're going to have your turn, but I want these women to understand that they are blessed and they are appreciated and they are needed for the kingdom of God. These young ladies, I hope that one day that you'll strive to be a mother that's godly. I hope that one day you'll want to be an example for the king to your children. See, a godly mother provides wisdom because they don't sway from the truth, but they comfort and they nourish in a way that they see who they serve. See, a godly mother is always at work. A godly mother always provides wisdom and love and a godly mother loves the Lord. Look at what verse 29, 30, and 31 say. Many daughters have done well, but you excel them all. Charm is deceitful and beauty is passing, but a woman who fears the Lord, she shall be praised. Give of her the fruit of her hands and let her own works praise her in the gates. 
Why does a godly mother, have you ever thought about that verse in verse 29? It says, many daughters have done well, but you excel them all. Talking about a virtuous woman, yes. But mothers are absolutely included in this text. It says, many daughters have done well, but you excel them all. Why is that? Isn't it true? And wouldn't you say that this is a correct statement that if anybody does godly principles, then they will live a blessed life. Amen. If they do godly things and they do the things that God teaches, even though they may not even believe in him, if they do the things that God says, their life will be blessed. Right. But a godly mother, a godly example the Bible says, you excel them all. See, look at what verse 30 says. It says, charm is deceitful and beauty is passing. But a woman who fears the Lord, she shall be praised. See, I can trick you on charm. We start out young and we grow old, don't we? But one thing that will never change is an example of someone living for the Lord. If a mother loves the Lord and he is first in her life, then it will be seen by others. Amen? Now that's true for any Christian. But especially by our children, especially by her family. Verse 31 says this, and it's a great thought. I love this a principle. It says, give her of the fruit of her hands and let her own works praise her in the gates. Think about what this is saying. The things that a godly mother has sown. Whatsoever a man sows, that he also, also shall what, brethren? Reap. You reap what you sow. And the proverb says, give of her the fruit of her hands. See, the things that a godly mother has sown, the way that she has conducted herself will be apparent to all around. People will know she is a mother and people will know who she serves. Because of her love for the Lord, brethren, You'll be amazed. You know, Hannah in the Old Testament was the mother of Samuel. And we know the situations that she had. She ends up giving Samuel to the Lord. And look at her love for the Lord. Look at how she commented about it. In 1 Samuel chapter 2, verse 1, this is what she says, and Hannah prayed and said, my heart rejoices in the Lord. My horn is exalted in the Lord. I smile at my enemies because I rejoice in your salvation. Verse two says, no one is holy like the Lord for there is none besides you, nor is there any rock like our God. Brethren, I'm gonna tell you what, this woman right here was giving praise to the almighty. What an example. Look at verse three. Talk no more so very proudly. Let no arrogance come from your mouth for the Lord is the God of knowledge and by him actions are weighed. She loved the Lord. 
What about Mary? What about the Lord's mother? You remember in Luke chapter one, turn with me there real quick. And I want you to look at verses 46 and 50. This comes right after Mary goes and visits Elizabeth, the mother of John. And I want to read what uh, Elizabeth speaks because she was filled with the spirit and she spoke out with a loud voice and said, blessed are you among women and blessed is the fruit of your womb. But why is this granted to me that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For indeed, as soon as the voice of your greeting sounded in my ears, the babe leaped. Don't tell me no baby ain't alive in that womb. The baby leaped in the womb for joy. Blessed is she who believed for there will be a fulfillment of those things which were told from her from the Lord. And look at how Mary responds. My soul magnifies the Lord. And my spirit has rejoiced in God, my Savior, for, for he has regarded the lowly state of his maidservant, for behold, henceforth all generations will call me blessed. For he who is mighty has done great things for me and holy is his name and his mercy is on those who fear him from generation to generation. Brethren, what we can see and what we know right here is even Jesus had a godly mother. As we close this morning... I want to again thank all of the mothers. I want to thank all of the grandmothers. I want to thank all of the aunts. I want to thank all of the mother figures in this place. I want to thank the ones that are here and the ones who have passed on from this life. Oh, the impact that a mother can have on a child. I want to close with this thought. Thomas Edison, he once said this. I did not have my mother long, but she cast over me an influence which has lasted all my life. The good effects of her early training I can never lose. If it had not been for her appreciation and her faith in me at a critical time in my experience, I would have never become an inventor. Thomas Edison. I was always a careless boy and, and with a mother of different mental caliber, I should have turned out badly. But her firmness, her sweetness, her goodness were potent power. They were potent powers to keep me in the right path. My mother was the making of me the memory of her will always be a blessing to me. Now think, I, wanna, I want you to think about this thought, moms. I want you to think about uh, this thought, women. Look at the impact a mother can have on her children for good, but look at the impact a godly mother can have for the glory of God. Look at the way Mary loved Jesus. 
I thank you all for being here this morning. I appreciate you all. I appreciate you men for listening to me. And I want to say one thing. God is so good. And the Bible tells us that we're all one in Christ Jesus. For neither Jew nor Gentile, neither male nor female, neither slave nor free. No, we're all one in Christ Jesus. And we're a family. And we need each other. And we need to be encouraged by each other. If you see a mother, if you see a grandmother, if you see a mother figure, if you see an aunt, if you see somebody in this crowd today, give them a hug and tell them you appreciate them. Because without them, we'd be struggling. Without them, we'd be missing what God set from the beginning. And children, please obey your parents. For this is what's right in the eyes of the Lord. And honor your father and honor your mother. Proverbs 31, 28 says this, her children rise up and call her blessed. Be a blessing. Maybe you're here today and you need prayers. Maybe